So scene three is based around the complexities of modern consumerism. So make sure that when you're asking the man at the shop for a fish supper with salt and vinegar, you're also asking through him and his corrupt system. Does that make sense? Honestly, Daisy, it's profound and it's genius. I don't know how you do it. I just know the people at the BBC are going to love this one. The way the fish represents the proletariat and how the chips represents the bourgeoisie. Two items separated by origin but are ultimately nothing without the other. It's tear-jerking. Yeah, thank you. Few boldly move as I do in modern writing, it is true. You know, one day I hope to inspire with my work and leave a legacy that future generations can look back on. I only hope that when said time arrives, I too am mentioned as a creative cohort and a supporter of your success. <laughs> okay, and things may fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. But what? Who is it? Who just joined? Oh my god. What is with him in timekeeping? What is it? I told him 12, not 11. Sorry, Claudia. Who, Daisy? Who did you tell? Hey, bitch. Hello, Kyle. Oh, it's only Kyle. Oh, Claudia's here. You okay, Claudia? I didn't know you were listening in on the table read. Table read? Yeah, didn't Daisy tell you? She's asked me to play a part in this weird fish and chip shop sketch for the BBC. Yeah, so here's the thing. Okay, sorry, I forgot to tell you. Basically, Kyle was upset that I kept working with other people on my sketches, not him. So I told him he could play this part, but I wasn't going to use the footage and told him it got lost or something. So you're here for the real thing, not him. Oh, well, Daisy, it's totally fine. Kyle can play this part and then we don't have to worry about it. I can just be in the next one. I don't want that. I mean, are you kidding? He doesn't even know the comedy rule of three. Plus, he's terrible at it. Have you really listened to Kyle's comedy? He's not even funny. He just makes the same jokes about being gay every time. It's like, okay, you get it. You're like Lady Gaga and you have no father figure. Like, okay, got it. Well, it kind of leaves me in an awkward situation. Mm, that's with so Kyle. weird. Sorry, I think my Wi-Fi must have cut out or something. Anyway, Daisy, you were saying? Oh, nothing. I was just going to send Claudia the script over because I forgot. She's going to read the stage direction. Yeah, I, I've got it now, though. Thank you. Awesome. Well, let's get cracking then. Uh, Daisy, I was wondering how committed to the script you were because I had a few ideas. Oh, really? What did you have in mind, Kyle? Well, I was thinking instead of a fish supper, maybe I could ask for a sausage supper, you know, because... Yeah, because it's shaped like a dick. Because it's shaped like a dick. Yeah, okay. All right, well, I mean... I don't see why we couldn't try it out for this run and just see what feels better, okay? Yeah, and I was also thinking instead of eating the sausage at the end, I could just take the thing, big thing by both hands. Okay, and just, all right. You know, Craft and Faggotry podcast. Test, test, test. Test, test, test. Cool, so none of us are in sync. Okay, perfect. Hi, guys, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a fart coming up, especially for you. (laughs) Here's one I made earlier. (laughs) Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to episode four of the um what show is this <laughs> of the fitchcraft and baggotry podcast 
the Fitchcrafts and Baggotry podcast uh, for YouTube purposes. We have yet again had to change the name. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we're the BNF Pod. That's why. Cause... That's why we are the BNF Pod because yeah. censor, censor censorship. <laughs> Because, we knew they're this. Try, because they're trying to silence queer voices. We've been new this. We've been new. We've they're been trying new. to silence queer voices. Yeah. They said, not today, faggot. I think not they're today, trying to, honestly, tonight. I think they're trying to silence you, Kyle. And someone needs to do that more often because y'all do not shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. For everyone listening at home, right in. Yeah. How right can in. we get Kyle to stop? How, what have you done to silence a queer person recently? Right then. <laughs> no, what have you done to silence Kyle recently? Stop trying to generalise yourself. We don't like... We love queers. Just like, you You're need to stop. You're not in the community. Yeah. We said every... All, all queers, but Kyle. So, good morning, good morning, good morning. Not Fuck you. you. So, yeah, episode episode four, everyone. This is the this is the fourth month. Honestly, I'm surprised we've made it to four months. Oh, <laughs> I so, am too. So I didn't think we were going to do it. And, yeah, I surprise myself every day. This, now that I think about it, Daisy, four months, that's probably longer than what it took us to record season one wasn't it what when we did season one obviously it went over a course of like a couple of months but four months that's probably longer than we were recording season one. Oh yeah yeah is that we right did, well because we did i think it was probably a little bit longer because because it, it hmm. actually you know i take back everything i was just trying to say you're right <laughs> <laughs> I started laughing because our poor guest for this episode has sat in silence for a long oh, yeah. time because we haven't introduced them yet. <laughs> <laughs> so polite, Honestly. you're so polite. Anyway, I anyone else has been like, introduce me. I was, really I was actually thinking about it, but I was like, I need to finish the story first before. But um, anyway, as you've probably heard, um, today's guest for the episode is Claudia. Hi. Hello. Reveal, reveal was it's spoiled. Me. It's me. Hi. <laughs> I'm a problem. So I am the problem. I am the problem. Um, so Claudia, welcome to the bitch and the reveal. Oh. No, nope. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us know oh, what this me. show's called. Neither of us. I was know. gonna say the bitch and faggotry. I was halfway between the B and F podcast welcome and the bitch the and, and faggotry B&O. podcast. It was just like the bitch, the bitch, the bitch podcast. <laughs> The bitch, the bitch. Okay. <laughs> just the that would be if I was I by myself. To. That was what I would change it to. Yeah. And it's be every single episode is just I'm me. Sure that, like, I'm sure that I'm sure like, that exists. Somebody has got that. What he's doing now? Let me go and look at what he's fucking doing. Oh, you think you're so busy for this bitch, podcast? He's doing fuck all. He was online twenty minutes ago, bitch. Anyway, so today's news. Um, no, so today's no one else, just guest that. for the episode is Claudia. Claudia, welcome to the Bitchcraft and Faggotry podcast. Got it right welcome this time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having no me. Problem. No problem. Um, so would you like to explain to our lovely audience say, at home, and by that I mean my mum and Kyle's mum, um, and yeah. maybe... My not watching anymore. Ah, okay. She, <laughs> she gave up. Your mum just likes the posts that 
she is she in. Does. She's doing her work. Do you know, she's clocking the shift. She's clocking the shift, so, yeah. and when she sees something about her, she will like it, comment it, and then forget about it for like <laughs> six months. <laughs> my mum's tuning in, and woman. I'm pretty sure my, maybe <laughs> Marina might be still watching. I think Marina, yeah. love Marina. If you if you are listening to this, Marina, Marina, I if love she's you not, so much, please. this whole segment is, is so just, awkward so <laughs> i don't care i don't care i'm gonna marina is, on record. Is, i want this i love on her record. <laughs> on, on record fucking listen um no would you That's, like honestly, i'm only gonna refer would you like honestly not to get sidetracked but that is such a point about marina is there is literally no one who i've spoken to about marina and doesn't have anything to say but oh my god marina she, is so yeah she's one like, of these I've people that like she's she's so yeah. special She's no just one has never heard oh, anyone say her. a bad word about Marina ever. Which is weird. She's a fucking bitch. No, don't say that about Marina. No, I you love can't. It's so an act of sacrilege. Yeah, you Angel. can't. Something feels wrong. Um, <laughs> speaking like of cunts, Claudia. Um. Let's talk about Let's that, talk shall we? Speaking of cunts and their functions. <laughs> no, before we get on to cunts, um, would you like to introduce yourself to the audience, say, and just explain a little sure. bit about um, yourself and maybe like how you know us and just what you've been up to recently? Cool. Um, yeah, hi. I'm Claudia. Uh, I'm an actor and I'm a writer. And I'm a bartender. Always uh, the way. All that good stuff. Yeah, of Always course. Of course. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have nipple parents, I'm afraid. Yeah. I was pissed off about this. Yeah, uh, They're not dead. I, I do have them and they're great. Oh, <laughs> I meant like. I just... thought you said nipple parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nipple, nipple parents. nipple parents? I did as well, <laughs> but I didn't want to like say anything. It just seemed stupid. So I just ignored <laughs> it and I went. My nipple yeah. parents. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yes, I've heard of those. Anyway, anyway, be serious. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean that's really all there is about me. Really, I I met these two people. Um, yeah, <laughs> I met them uh, at, in, I, <laughs> I met them at our drama school. I was I I was I was your first year, right? I was a first year. You guys were my third years. And literally, we did not. No, Kyle was your oh, sorry, was second I... year, and I was your third year. Fuck, were you guys not the same no. year? Oh my god. No, I don't know that. If we'd oh, been in the same year, yes. we would have killed each other. Being kicked out. Kicked yeah, out. We would have killed we each other. We would have killed But it's, it's quite funny. We didn't, we didn't really like, I don't really think we conversed my entire education at Redacted at that place, to be honest. No, exactly. um, Redacted. Yeah, I think we and then we we started doing we start we started doing sketches like lockdown yeah era, and then fucking here are here we, we are, are. Um, and what I've done recently is I move I moved to London I live in London yeah I've been here for how's that weeks. going um, and I, thanks I've got no money welcome got to no London um, yeah. so I'm doing really well welcome yeah. to London I've been catcalled a couple welcome times welcome to London welcome Work. to London um, and. And um, I can't go out because I can't afford it. Welcome <laughs> so to I London. Just Welcome stay to London. <laughs> yeah. I've I've been I've been knitting a lot. So Welcome to knitting. Welcome to knitting. Welcome to knitting London. <laughs> yeah. 
No, what, what, so that's have, been, what have you been knitting? Have you been oh, knitting listen, anything? okay. Yeah, so I've been knitting this jumper, right? And this jumper, I have been actively working on this jumper for a year. And it's not an impressive jumper. When you see it, you're like, that's anyone can do it. Um, but I sewed it all together. And then Apollo, my roommate, uh, she walked in and she was like, Claudia, um, one of the sleeves is noticeably longer than the other sleeve. And then I realized I made them in two completely different sizes. So I tried to kill myself real cool. quick. Right. Didn't work. Detour. <laughs> Decided. Quick detour. Had a cup of tea. Uh, and now I'm refusing to finish it. So it's in a corner right. now. Okay. This it's honestly, somewhere. they say this generation isn't dramatic, but you sewed a jumper the wrong way and <laughs> fucking threatened suicide. So I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, where, where are you based in London? Not specifically, but just general area. What's your exact yeah, my address? Exact is, address is uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm in, I'm in southwest London. Okay. Southwest, which is the cool area. Uh, it takes me like an hour to get anywhere. Yeah. Um, but that's also just London, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm literally like right next to a, the busiest road in the fucking universe. So sleeping oh, doesn't really happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a really nice flat. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. But yeah, Southwest and all of my friends are either in North or West. Okay. You can see so, what I like, what I like particularly about your room view is you can see directly into your neighbor's house. Yeah. <laughs> literally, right? Right? Okay. So this is so pissy. So... I live with um, I live with two other actors who you know Apollo and Sophia, mm. um, and basically none of us could afford like basically in this flat there's three rooms one of them is a huge bedroom with an ensuite and two of them are shoe boxes mm. um, and obviously I got one of the shoe boxes mm. but I kind of also <laughs> l- lucked out in that I get to look directly into my neighbor's house <laughs> and they can see me yeah and they can see me and our issue is is. Sophia told me, she was like, oh, I don't think anybody lives in that house, right? So I'm like, fine, whatever. I don't like to put my blinds up. So I was changing, and I swear to God, somebody moved. Um, so if my, like, body ends up on, like, the black market or something, or, like, the dark web. Oh, it, it's already I'm on fucked. there, don't worry. Someone's in there. All, yeah, like, uh, I swear, right someone, I saw someone. Guys, there. I'm just letting everyone on the internet know that everything about you will be on the dark web so don't worry about doing anything sacrilegious yeah. or anything like that because are you doing it it sounds that sounds like no don't don't be silly stop it i put you there i put you on the dark no web. i didn't but i know who did i know who did so be nice my side to hustle is trafficking no like that's a thing that's a thing like just like what what's the thing just like like so so much data about you that you you're not even aware is just like on the dark web data that i don't even know about myself you are my thought is is who's gonna buy that who wants to know what i'm like oh no kyle don't be so hard on yourself <laughs> yeah, I'm sure someone would buy you. I'm sure, I'm sure like, someone would buy your foot size. I don't know. Someone. 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 Who's out there going, do you know what I want? Like, there's no mystery about my search in history. It's exactly what you That's think That's a good tagline. <laughs> there's no mystery about my search history. I'm Googling feet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the weirdest <laughs> thing you've ever searched? 
because I was watching oh, a video, like, like we just like kind of no, semi-normal, like PG thing. Because someone, I watched a video recently where the dare was like, "Your weirdest search history," and this guy, this guy had googled um, eight hours. <laughs> it really made me laugh. It's eight hours of um, uh, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. <laughs> but he'd like he'd like googled like the, like image searched like Will Smith slapping Chris Rock but he'd googled it over a period of like eight hours so it was just like it was like Will Smith slapping Chris Rock Will Smith slapping Chris Rock Will Smith slapping Chris Rock but like a hundred times he just kept going back just slapped, but it was over a period of like eight hours early in the morning it was really funny I remember I like my my favorite um, Google Google searches are the ones where they're clearly not finished. Like you know how sometimes yeah. you're like yeah something something stops. <laughs> yeah, like my boyfriend. Someone. So like my boyfriend like <laughs> he googled something, and he obviously was meant to type like um like where is the nearest like blank or something, and it, <laughs> it was just W H E R. <laughs> that was it. So it was just like, where? 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 <laughs> he gave up. And he was like, like I don't I need to know. Saw it and I just like started howling with laughter. Because it's just where? such a like stupid thing as well. What's the, like, the stupidest thing you've ever searched? Or the weirdest thing you've ever I searched? Honestly... I don't know that I could tell you off the top of my head, to be honest with you. Yeah, to be honest, like anything I like Google search. To be honest, I like love that clear search history. Yeah, that clear search history. I abuse that shit, uh, and I black out. Line, so abuser. anything I search, <laughs> abuser, abuser. Like genuinely, like I hide all my sins immediately. I don't. And then I forget about I it put them out in a museum to be displayed. No. I'm scared. Though. It's between. I do. You know when like this generation, when this generation's in a in a museum. They're gonna pull up your fucking yeah. search history and be like, these people were weirdos. Yeah. And it's gonna be like me They're searching. Basically, insane. half of it's gonna be me searching if I'm dying just because I've got like a spot. <laughs> <laughs> and then some of it's gonna mole, mole on our yeah. <laughs> it's like cancer. It's mole like, oh, on fuck, our mole not on again. Our this is the fifth time this week. <laughs> I'm so sick of this. <laughs> so no, half of mine is like um, so much of mine is just like in korean because it's me trying to search places in korea and like trying to figure out what the where the fuck i'm going um and then i've not i've got some like you know when you go in those deep dives where like i went on a fucking north korean deep dive for like a month but it was i was just researching the history of north korea and like they're fucking crazy like we knew this but like no. <laughs> no shit, bitch. No. They're like, they're so nice. This is so, like, nice and friendly. You need to be careful what you're saying, Daisy. You're on South Korea Wi-Fi. You think the North Koreans aren't listening in on you right now? I don't care. Oh. Fuck no, you, Kim Jong-un. That's, <laughs> that's your neighbor. That's your next door neighbor. I wouldn't even be, like, I wouldn't even be thinking about North Korea. I'd be like, no, oh, no. Yeah. You kind of have to. Like, I don't know if you guys heard, but, like, um, I think it was last month or the month before. Basically... I, I don't remember if I've told this or not. Basically, we all woke up in South Korea at, like, fucking 6 o'clock in the morning. You know how you get those government alerts on your phone now? Mm-hmm. In the UK? Yeah. So we've had them for fucking ages in Korea. Like, like years, right? 
Um, mm. And usually there's a setting that you can turn them off, right? So a lot of Koreans have them disabled. Usually they're just to report like weather things or like missing people, stuff like that. Um, this was like, uh, 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 it was six o'clock in the morning. At the whole of Korea got woken up to like the whole of South Korea was woken up to this. Bolt upright. I live by myself. So naturally I'm shitting myself going, what the fuck is going on? I'm, I'm texting my mm -hmm. friend. I'm texting like my boyfriend, like my boyfriend's asleep. He doesn't give a fuck. He's literally just like, good night. <laughs> He's dead to the world. If this was an actual like launch, he'd buy. He would be he'd dead. Be dead. dead. Honestly, though, like, that's It'd how we'd want to go, sleeping. <laughs> like, asleep, peaceful. It's a pretty good it's way a good to go. Way. It's probably yeah. the best way to go. Um, but then I was texting my friends, and we get these alerts in Korean. So, like, I'm, I'm reading it, and it's just like, um, North Korea has launched a, a nuclear airstrike. Like, it's launched a fucking, like, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? But, and, like, like basically, like, be prepared for more updates. In the meantime, like, basically kind of watch out essentially like this 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 happened at like you know six o'clock so i've shat the bed uh we're all shit ourselves by this point like um my friend is is like woke, woke her husband up and is just like look at this and he's like oh and he's panicking now he's not panicking but he's like googling like what you know what's happening um and then they send out another one being like you know basically be prepared if we send you another alert be prepared to evacuate but we don't know where to evacuate so the whole of south korea is like up and awake being like do we have to evacuate by this point we found out later on japan had already evacuated like japan actually evacuated and like they basically went underground and like like it was a fucking air raid because they thought that um north korea had launched like um like nuclear weapons towards us so everyone was fucking yeah. shitting themselves turns out all they'd done is they'd launched um like uh, a nuclear weapon like a, a satellite basically like up into the air and they do yeah. this often to basically spy on people to see because actually they, they can do fuck all but they did it to like spy on people so they can see like have a better idea of like what other people are doing around them essentially because they're so la like locked in that they can't go anywhere you know yeah um and so That's we then crazy. got a message that from from south korea being like oh don't like basically lol forget about it <laughs> like literally that was the message from the fucking south korean government after all of Pretend that you didn't see literally this. was just like Stop. oopsie lol like forget about that meanwhile we're all like panicking but for that oh moment on, we learn that if the Koreans are panicking, the foreigners should panic too. And if the Koreans aren't panicking, mm. foreigners don't need to worry about it. But as the well, foreigners... It's a good thing we didn't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> if, no, the thing is, if my mum like, was there, she would have been the same. But luck, I told her once it had happened, because if I told her while it was happening, she would have like literally traveled to korea and dragged me back like she would have been like no don't fucking <laughs> that was no i had a similar situation happen to me i went um i went to israel a couple years ago and yeah. my parents were not like my mom especially was like nervous especially as as i was getting on the plane um there was like a whole bunch of tensions happening um still is yeah Rumor has yeah it. um but basically my my friend julia and i we were in uh haifa um and we get a call from our other friend who, who lives out there. And she's like, hey, 
it's no big deal um you know whatever but uh you should probably get out of haifa just as you know as soon as you can because there's been a bomb threat on haifa uh so and i was like what and julia and i are flipping out like we are freaking out <laughs> yeah because we'd be like because we were just like oh my god i knew this was gonna happen i knew we shouldn't have come here we, knew we shouldn't have come here and we get to the train station nobody gives a shit nobody gives a shit like it's it's a wednesday afternoon they're like I don't know, yeah. what am I going to do after work today? We are, like, sitting there sweating. Like, sigh of relief when we get out of Haifa. Yeah. But, that, yeah, um, nobody else cares. <laughs> nobody else cares. That, um, that kind of happened to me once in high school. Um, so we were taking the buses home. And there was, like, a local gang or something that someone from my school had, like, threatened or got in a fight with or something. So what they did in return was they threatened to throw bricks at our school buses. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you're so comparing, you like, here. two like, nations, fuck, like, bomb and nuclear strikes to, like, yeah, so some thug <laughs> yeah. threw a no, brick in my there. window. Some this guy pretty right. said he was going to brick no, us. this wasn't just some guy, right? The police were called, like, we, like, literally the pol- the school bus has got, like, a police escort. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that the same I'm as a bomb threat? <laughs> Is that the same <laughs> as, like, it's a bombing of a strike? It's the only thing I've got to say. No, but it's quite funny. In my world. So it's my world. We were all sat in this bus, like ducking under the windows. <laughs> like, Just in case a random fucking <laughs> red brick <laughs> came through. Getting a... <laughs> hit by a brick. Honestly, on the drive home, there were like a bunch of like people, like Neds and Chaps and stuff, all stood, like some of them ready to defend the buses. <laughs> 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 They called the Avengers in. <laughs> but some were from the like the, the gang and there were police and we were all just sat in the bus and I'm like, I'm just trying to go home. Like this is I've honestly got, like this is I've the got... funniest conversation. Like the fact that like we're talking about like th- this is why I love Britain. Because it's like you have these like countries that have these huge, these huge issues, like global issues, like yeah. politics and society, like bombings, nuclear strikes. Yeah. And then it's like, yo, you're going to throw a brick. If you throw a brick, I will fucking defend <laughs> this throw bus. Throw a brick at your bus. <laughs> I'm going to defend the I'm going to defend the fucking, the, this bus is my friend, no. This bus is my friend. <laughs> like, you fuck this bus up, I'll so, fuck yeah, you up. Story. It just makes me laugh. I love the, Britain. The, the brick incident of 2013. <laughs> <laughs> Versus the brick bombing. I'm glad, you su- I'm glad you survived. Oh, my God. Um, oh, I'm all right. Thank you, everyone, for your Yeah, just Please making sure... Ca- okay, guys, Got send your love and present to Kyle <laughs> for his bus and his bricks. Ten years ago. <laughs> my school bus. It was this big yellow Go thing. Go fuck me. They used to send us on these big fucking yellow buses. And I was on bus one. Every year of my life, I was on bus one, and then one year they tried to put me on bus two, and I complained. <laughs> well, I'm not going what, to the second class individual. I don't like change. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to fucking bus two. Put me on bus one. Bus I one. am bus number bus. one. That's my I fucking bus. One. I have been on that bus for five years. <laughs> You're gonna tell me I can't yeah. now. The I bus driver's just like, just standing there, like, like, just let I me do my fucking I think that was the year job. I left as well. <laughs> I think that was you, the you year were so I left angry. Well. 
that you didn't get bus one that you left. Honestly, you like, you know actually, what, honestly, now now that it's past that, I can actually admit that that was part of the reason I was so pissed off that year. <laughs> and one of the reasons was because one of the reasons was because they put me on the wrong bus. <laughs> You blame so, yeah. all of your current adult trauma to that specific incident. Bus tear. Only, f- only fucking weirdos. <laughs> so why didn't you get on, bitch? Why didn't you fucking get on? <laughs> I was a bus one bitch. I was always a bus one bitch. Yeah. Main character energy. Look it up. Look it Search up. me. Carl, you are so far down in your chair now. It's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> like, you've gone from... Paying attention to just, I don't fucking care. I spoke about bus one now. I've got it on my system. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, guys. And send your love and prayers in to the bus one. Email bus one at bus one at hotmail.outlook.co.uk. At white laws stonehouse. Why why you take me off the schedule with your racist ass? Umpa lumpa body yes. ass bitch. Yellow bus why you bitch. take me off? Why you take me off? Why you take me off your motherfucking bus one? With, with your trifling ass. Dirty racist ass big fat bitch. Umpa bumpa. Umpa bumpa. Umpa bumpa. Umpa lumpa yellow bus bitch. <laughs> so yeah claudia no one messes with jasmine versus money bitch so claudia is here with us today to talk about something called um bmdd which is a condition that a lot of women suffer from um but i'm not going to do any more talking about that because i want claudia to talk about it because she's the sure. fucking yeah. bitch for the job so claudia Please, the floor is yours. Tell us. Cool. Um, Do you want me to just kind of do a general overview or would you like a little bit of kind of my experience? I think what I want want to start with um, is obviously when we bring people on, we kind of have some kind of idea of what topic uh, we want to talk about. But obviously the guest is always given the opportunity as well to, you know, is there anything you want to talk about? So obviously this was a topic you came to us with. So I guess... Yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about the background, your personal experience with it, if if that's something you want to talk about, and also yeah. why why it was important to you to sort of talk about it today. Sure. Um, so basically, so PMDD for um, well, most people won't know it. So it uh, it stands for premenstrual dysphoric disorder. Um, I guess in some sense you can relate it to things like PMS, premenstrual mm. syndrome. Um, which is, you know, people are very familiar with. Just think about that and then turn it up to a fucking million mm. um, degrees. Um, so mine kind of started um, when I was about 14 and I was having really, really sudden, like, things like bouts of depression um, and suicidal thoughts. And, you know, I was 14 and I, not to brag, I had a great childhood. Mm. Um, there was no there was no issues there. Um so it was very strange that I was suddenly feeling this type of way. Um, and it was something that for years I was really struggling to kind of grasp. And then I was getting really angry and really upset. I was crying like at left, right and center. And my parents rightfully like thought like, right, this is just, you know, hormones. She's a yeah, teenage girl. Um, yeah. And then when I was around 18, I started to get like really, really debilitating period pains. 
um, like it felt like I was having the flu. Like it felt like like I, I would get the flu basically for one, two weeks, mm. um, a month, and then really, really bad pains. And this carried on through university and into drama school. Um, my first year of drama school, I was just going insane. Like I had really bad um, like brain fog. I was disassociating um, really badly. Like I just I wasn't myself mm. anymore. Um, and so. But all of this, I was just kind of told, like, was kind of just my hormones and that would settle mm. eventually. Um, and it wasn't until I went and I was getting tested for endometriosis, um, which is basically cells building up around your uterus. Mm. So they thought that, that was where my pain was coming from. But I wasn't, nobody was really taking me seriously when it came to the hormonal side of things. Like, I was telling them, like, you know, I'm experiencing all these kind of, you know, extreme emotions all the time and they really didn't seem to care about that other than the pain part um the pain part is now completely managed shout out to the marina coil um which mm-hmm. is amazing um it doesn't work for everyone but it works for me um but yeah like through that i was diagnosed with pmdd and um basically what it is is it's your brain's reaction to the rise and fall of your hormones through your menstrual cycle um, so basically like it'll go each week I will be feeling a different type of way um, but very in, in, in huge extremes um, I'm very lucky in that I've um, I've been diagnosed for um, a number of years now and I've kind of learned how to handle this myself um, for a really long time and so I'm much better now I'm, I'm much more on top of my feelings but it did it, it caused a huge effect on my first year in particular of drama school and um you know i just it really was very damaging um and so the reason that's why i kind of wanted to talk about it today because quite frankly i feel like people aren't very good at like acknowledging when period symptoms are abnormal because we have normalized the pain of people that have have periods so so much that people just sign them off and then they ignore them um and so that makes me really angry and that makes me really upset. Uh, the average diagnosis time for things like endometriosis and PMDD is on average seven years. Um, and that's really, really rough. And that's yeah. really crap. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't have the resources to, you know, always go private for their medical things so that people are waiting a really, really long time. Um, yeah, I went through, I've had so many gynecologists. I've had like seven gynecologists and all of them have been men and all of them have kind of, I do, I do want to use this term gaslight. Uh, I feel like they've undermined my experiences. So Which happens. I just think it's very important that people... Yeah. It happens a lot, not just with, with kind of these, these yeah. situations, but in For terms sure. of like mental yeah. health and everything. Like you, you go to the doctors yeah. kind of, you know, really, you know, you wait for ages. Like you said, people have to wait a long time and you go to the doctors expecting... I don't know, just expecting like a longer conversation and really them trying to figure out what's wrong yeah. with you it, and you just kind of get like the yeah. same thing that you got in high school that like, I'll oh, put a fucking blue paper towel on it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's really just, you yeah. know, and it's 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 yeah. funny in a way that it's just fucking true because, you know, you'll go to them and say, oh, I'm, I'm suddenly experiencing like um, a huge amount of like anxiety and like, um, you know, I feel very like depressed and I'll be like, oh, have you tried losing weight? And it's just like, okay, thank you. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of really horrible issues like that. Um, and I think, um, you know, speaking from a gynecologist, 
you know, uh, experience. Well, I'm not a gynecologist. Speaking from a patient, <laughs> yeah. gynecologist Speaking uh, as a gynecologist, I hated gynecologists so much that I became a gynecologist. <laughs> anyway, um, I went through seven years of medicine. You come to basically. No, basically like there's so many people who have uteruses who I've spoken to and they've been like, yeah, my, my experience with the gynecologist has been hell because mm. it's hilarious. The amount of male gynecologists, the amount of penises that do not like they train as gynecologists and they don't understand periods. They actually do not have that deep understanding. And I think a lot of it is because it starts with like early sex ed. Like we are not teaching everybody about what is yeah. abnormal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people have just normalized it so badly that it's even ingrained into our, like into our medical system. Mm-hmm. It's, it's absolutely mm-hmm. insane. No, yeah, it's absolutely. Not... I know exactly where you're coming from with that because I mm-hmm. don't believe, in fact, I can say with almost complete certainty that when we did sex education as kids, there were mixed gendered classes, but there were specific male female um, classes yeah. as well for sex ed. And on the male side of things, I know that we didn't learn anything about the female body. I mean, we learned yeah. very, very little about the female body. Like, uh, what we learned about the female body is how the <laughs> the male body interacts with it. You know, and it's just yeah. um, it's crazy yeah, that's my, to think. That's my upset with it is. Um, I think also there's this situation that I've seen quite a lot um, in that, like, um, men, I guess, but people with penises, um, genuinely, they feel because it doesn't affect them, they don't, they have the privilege of not needing to know about it or not needing to understand it. And I think that just further, it just further adds to it. Like, when I was in school, you know, we were taught about periods, boys were taught, taught about wet dreams. I'm not saying they shouldn't learn about wet dreams. But I'm saying that I think it's vastly like important that everybody understands the crazy effects because you know the whole thing of like if a girl is crazy, a guy will be like, oh, she must be on her period. Uh, the yeah. thing is, is that can be a very true statement. Yeah. She mm-hmm. could be on her period, and that's why she's acting yeah. that way. But let's not demonize that, that. Like, mm-hmm. let's just have a bit of sympathy, yeah, fact, <laughs> you know? Um, but they don't have yeah, the sympathy. Yeah, and the fact that, that a lot of men, and again, this is very much a case by case scenario, generalizing, but. A lot of men have this attitude of like, oh, she must be on her period, and, it's, and like you said, yeah, she 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 may be, but she could be. What are you going to do in order to alleviate some of that pain? You know, because at the end of the day, you know that person might is is your your parent, or that person is your friend, or that person is your your partner. You know, like you should, you know, if if you're with someone and they are on their period. What can you do as the partner or the friend to alleviate that pain? Like, obviously, yeah, of course, like, you, you know, you can't fix it. But what you can do is you can understand these feelings. So, for example, like, again, like I'm, I'm in a situation where um, I'm, I've got polycystic ovarian syndrome, meaning that I don't always um, bleed every single month, but I have yeah. the, the effects every single month and they kind of change. So sometimes like, I will, sometimes I will bleed. Sometimes it's quite heavy. Sometimes it's quite light. Um, And sometimes um, my, I spend the whole month actually not really feeling anything. And then sometimes I feel, I get really ill. Sometimes I feel like, again, sort of like a flu-like thing. Um, But it's, it's all, you know, manageable. And it's just like, it's one of those things. 
but I'm quite lucky and fortunate in the sense that my partner, I will, if I react kind of like um, angrily to something or I get very like, you know, upset or anything, my partner has never once said to me, oh, you must be on your period. He's maybe asked me like, yeah. oh, are, yeah. are you? But he's always been like, okay, what, what can I do to help? And it's actually a very positive reaction. Whereas a lot of the experiences I've had, not with um, partners, but with just men in general, it's always like, oh, you're fucking, oh yeah, fucking chill out. Must be on your period then. It's just like, yeah. maybe I am, but you can't also use exactly, that. But, that's, but you can't yeah. use that. And this is, again, this is another topic, but you can't use that as the default explanation for why someone has reacted suddenly to something that you've said it might have just been that what you said is fucking ignorant and stupid and then telling them oh you must be on your period then just not only makes the problem that they're experiencing at the moment invalid but also makes problems that they might be experiencing when they're actually on their period also invalid so you're basically just diminishing anything that they've said you know yeah, and it's also to say that being on your period makes you incapable of expressing your emotion. Yeah. Yes, it heightens things, yeah. but you don't you don't yeah. feel anything without it existing to some level. No, you still you know, feel what not, you it's feel. Not like, it it's just, still there. Yeah, it's, still, it doesn't, it, yeah. it's not created by the period itself. Maybe it heightens yeah. it slightly, but it's not like, mm-hmm. I feel this way because I'm on my period. I feel this way maybe as intensely as I do because I'm on my period, but I still feel this way. Yeah, I would <laughs> like, still feel this still way gonna... regardless <laughs> of, you know, if you've said something stupid, I'm still going to react the same way because the, the way that you've said it or the thing that you've said has affected me in that way, yeah. you know? But it's just, I mean, yeah. so, Claudia, I mean, obviously, like, yeah, thank you for explaining it because I'm sure a lot of people just didn't have um, really a important, lot of, yeah. of clues about what it is and, 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 you know, some of the actual effects of it. Um so you said that it kind of started for you about maybe four, 14, 15. Um, yeah. How yeah. how was it at first? Like when when did you first begin to to kind of notice it? Was that when you when you first started your period? Was it before or after? Yeah. And um, how how did it affect your daily life before you'd learned how to manage it? So at the kind of beginning, how would it affect your day to day life? God, it was it was it was genuine hell. So it started off yeah when I was fourteen. And it took me years and years and years to understand that how I was feeling was linked to my period. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm going to go ahead because I can't truly remember, but it, it happened in the same mm-hmm. year as my first period. So it was when all those kind of hormones were starting up. And, you know, it was so hard for ages because I just felt like there was something wrong with me because I couldn't handle my emotions. And for years and years and years, I was so hyper-emotional about everything and, like, angry. And I just felt... Like, I had no control over myself or no understanding of myself. And that's, you know, it affected me in all walks of life, you know? In terms of, like, you know, the way I was talking to my family, to my friends. Like, I would be really angry about the, the weirdest of things. Um, again, like, so when I started drama school, I didn't know what it was. And um, I, my big dream had been, you know, for so long had been to go to drama school. That's That would have been my goal for... for like my entire high school career um and so I just felt so angry because I was like I'm ruining this for myself because I was missing so much I was missing so much class time um because I just I couldn't get out of bed because I was so like just depressed um and I just felt awful and I was just feeling really angry at myself um and then it also it affects in terms of like 
dating as well. Like, dating, like, I removed that from the table for a really long time because I was like, I don't think anybody could understand how my brain is working. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. Like, I think that's how the power of a diagnosis can actually genuinely mm-hmm. really, really help. You know, um, I know there's Absolutely. a lot of like, th- I think a diagnosis just, it puts a name to it and it just says, hey, you're not insane. You're not like, there's so many other people who are dealing with the same thing. And it meant that I could kind of go out and um, and I could meet other people who are similar to me or um, on social media, I could like see other people talking about their experiences mm-hmm. and it just felt, makes you feel so much less alone. Yeah. And it means that like, I can now like, you know, my parents are great and they're so supportive and they understand. Um, I've got really, really lovely supportive uh, friends. I've got a really lovely supportive boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like um, I was able to like get back out there and really um, kick drama school in the ass, which was great. Um, you know, it's just, it's just having, it's being able to actually sit down and be like, right, okay, I'm feeling this way because of this and, and this and this and this. And having that understanding of where that's actually coming from and why you are feeling this way. It just yeah. makes you feel a lot less insane. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's a fantastic point that you've brought up there because I, I, I kind of experienced similar things with my mental health as well. Like growing up, I think you sort of get raised into that sort of doubt of yourself mm. because when you develop something in your formative years, especially like you're, when you're a teenager and your body is already going through so much change as is, it's very easy for anyone and everyone to say, you're just a teenager, your body's just changing, this mm. is happening, this is happening. And you're almost raised into sort of not trusting how you feel about yourself and your body because there are so many times where so many people, again, what Daisy said about the diagnosis on the NHS is like, there are people that go in and you can feel within yourself because it's your own body, because it's your own mind, because you know yourself better than anyone's gonna mm. know you that like this is the situation and I know it's more serious than this and healthcare professionals as I'm sure they're only doing their job and what they're advised to do will take you out of that and Mm. will say oh you know oh you're just feeling this way or you're just feeling that way and Mm. it does especially when you're not a particularly self-assured person as I wasn't during those years Mm -hmm. I would take people's word for it I would just go oh okay well I guess this is chemical but I think yeah I think that there is a thing to kind of in, you know, not in defense, but just as a sort of alternate point Mm. is that when you are growing up and when you are going through puberty, because these are such big changes to your entire world, not just your, your body, but your emotional intelligence, you know, your emotional and physical maturity, um, your attitude towards everything, um, you are just changing as a person so I understand in certain aspects um, why doctors and kind of medical professionals do, and adults in general, will just say, oh, it's just um, puberty. Because so many of these feelings, these kind of like depressing feelings or angry feelings or, or you know, everything like that is, is directly linked to puberty. It's like the, the, the main yeah. thing that you learn about, you know, Physically, your body's changing, but emotionally, your mind's changing. Mentally, your mind's changing. Yeah. So I can understand completely, in, in in all true honesty, if we're getting real, I can understand why people um, and why doctors just say, oh, it's just puberty. However, 
there then needs to be that extra step where if, if you know if you go oh okay there also needs to be another kind of um a layer where they where they say listen nine times out of ten these feelings that you have are going to be directly linked to puberty because and and at an explaining like that that you know and very clearly but then also taking you into consideration and your feelings into consideration and going but listen if you think that there's something else going on something wrong um let's run some tests you know there needs to be that line where they go listen this could actually just be standard puberty maybe a lot of people everyone experiences puberty differently you know but there needs to be a sort of line where adults take it fucking seriously and they don't just say oh it's puberty because i understand why they do but there needs to be now that medicine is getting better in the last you know x amount of years you know 20 years or something 30 years medicine is getting better the internet is getting better meta knowledge is getting better there's so much more information available online about everything so if i google search any symptom that i'm feeling the amount of things that come up good and bad you know and it was what i was joking about earlier that if i say oh fucking spot on cheek it's gonna be like yep you have a face hemorrhoid like do you know what i mean it's it's like yeah yeah time for death right your will you know and and especially (laughs) like as adults like a lot of the times you can just kind of go oh we know what the internet's like but if you've got access to the internet as a kid you're gonna be fucking shitting yourself like oh my god i'm gonna die so adults really need to like take this into consideration and when their kids come up to them and say I'm experiencing these feelings. Don't just brush it aside and say, oh, it's just puberty. Sit down with them and say, listen, I have a feeling it's just puberty because these are very similar symptoms that I experienced when I went through puberty and my friends experience and your friends will like, and your children might as well. Like this is just what happens. But I'm more than happy to take you to a doctor and see what they think. And then the doctor should be saying exactly the same thing. Okay, again, I agree with your mum. Sounds like puberty, but let's run some tests. Let's take everything into consideration. See what we can do. You know, that's what needs to happen, in my opinion. Mental health um, experts, I will will give them props. I think I can can completely understand because I think especially now that mental health has actually become a little bit more normalised to talk about, I think that some people... They do have that thing of like, I must be depressed because I'm feeling yeah, this way. Self-diagnosing. Like that. Yeah, 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 there's a bit of self-diagnosing. And, and I can totally understand that. But I think right now, like, I'm, I'm sure both of you can understand. I at one point had a drawer and it was just full of NHS leaflets. Like, they just, they love a leaflet. They love a leaflet. And it's always a different leaflet. It's always a different leaflet. Like they know. They have the so NHS many. The NHS drawer. But it's all says it all says the exact same thing has the exact same thing it's like take a walk and also yeah they fucking love a leaflet not the nhs draw the nhs draw NHS i swear to god in drama school in drama school i had an nhs drawer just full of you've got the fucking how do you know if you're you've got the three types of drawers you've got the the sex drawer you've got the nhs drawer and then you have the piss drawer piss drawer yeah. We don't oh, talk about baby, this drawer, baby okay? get baby reaching that drawer. No, not that one, Leslie. No, 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 no
<laughs> you imagine though Shit, can no. you imagine if you had like a, like those three drawers and your friend was like hey listen like i'm not feeling great do you have any advice and you were like oh yeah go into the nhs drawer and take out a leaflet and then they go and open the piss drawer and it's like <laughs> no not the piss no, drawer the piss drawer is why we have the nhs drawer yeah <laughs> I just, I just meshed my NHS drawer and my piss drawer. It's just a bunch of like soaking wet leaflets. Yeah, it's They like, no, you like send it in a, in like a fucking like loose sleeve box. And you're just, you send it to the NHS. Poly pocket. Yeah, like a, a poly pocket. <laughs> and then like you send it to the you NHS and the NHS thing. are like, hey, have you been getting our leaflets? And it's just like 27 different types yeah. of NHS leaflets soaked in piss. <laughs> You know what's genuinely insane though? One of the leaflets they gave me had a CD-ROM. What? Work. Love it had a CD-ROM. A CD-ROM. That's delicious. I love. As that. in, like you know, like. Oh shit. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm like, in 2007. This has not been updated since 2007. <laughs> right in the drawer it went. It went in the drawer, <laughs> and then it probably went to the bin when I moved out. I'd be <laughs> curious <laughs> though. Yeah, no, I'd be curious away. to see like just. I want. I don't know. I kind of want to know oh, what's what on was, the what CD. What was wrong? the tea on that CD? What's I want to meet. I want to meet the person that made it. <laughs> What's the tea? I want to meet the person that makes <laughs> on the, the CD. Imagine that's your job. Imagine that's your job. Like, oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, I make the NHS mental health leaflets. No, I yeah, made like, them so in two thousand and seven. I'm now unemployed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, and I still get, still no, but I still get royalties, I still, I get royalties from NHS CD-ROMs. Kyle, did you hear that the guy from Smash Mouth died? What the fuck? What? The guy from Smash Mouth died. Did you hear this, guys? Yeah. The guy from Smash Mouth yeah, died. Yeah, I did. Yeah, he had terminal. Tell me now, dancing. He had liver disease. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I don't know why he I said it in French. <laughs> I don't know if we can announce it like that. He's always gonna <laughs> be. We're not announcing. It. We're not <laughs> the official announcement. People know. No, everyone knows. But he yes, really fine. was an all star. He's. Hey now. He's really gonna get his game on. Rest in peace, the main guy from yeah, Smash. Oh, that glitters is this gold. gold. Only shooting stars break down mold. All right, Claudia. So, <laughs> by the way, guys, this is a sorry, complete... Daisy, sorry, did you... No, yeah. oh. no, hang on, this is a thing. Have you seen on... Okay. Claudia, you, you'll have seen this. Claudia, on TikTok, have, do you know what Flop Tropica is? <laughs> have you seen... No, but I've heard... I've seen it. What is this? So, I've, seen, I've seen you know things this? of it, Flop Tropica. So me, for anyone who doesn't know, me and Claudia literally have kept up our whole relationship um, based on TikToks. We just send each other, like, TikToks yeah. back and forth constantly. That's we rarely it. have like an dialogue. actual conversation. It's just, it's just that. Yeah. And I see these stupid TikToks, <laughs> and you know that girl, and it's that Chinese song, and she sells those products. And it's like I can't, I can't sing it because I don't speak Chinese, but it's the, the one. Um, and she's like, <laughs> wait, I have to find it. Hang on, because it's the one where they insert the screaming at the beginning. <laughs> It's like, ah! and then they like, it's it's like the, the one where it's like, oh, my rich husband is coming home, and like I've got yes, yes, I love yeah, her. Yes. It's that. Yeah, I immediately like. I know the song. Hang on. I'm a big fan of um, you know the the lady who <laughs> sings um, what was I made for? Yes, I love that one. This is the oh, although yeah. enjoy me, <laughs> although <laughs> enjoy me. <laughs> Don't 
tail, my boy. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know, Flop Tropica is a place where they. It started off by. <laughs> it started off by being this like the president is this woman who basically sells these like awful Chinese products, and it's that you know the video of the 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 really skinny like Chinese woman, but then there's like two people walking either side of her, and then she's like, oops, and then she goes to the side, and she yes, it's her, yes. yeah, it's like her, and then she's like, and then she's like, I love her. Like that. It's her, right? And then it's like fucking like Cupcake, Wendy Williams, and it's just like the Badusi War. Oh the, yeah, like yeah, the Badusi War. War, and then it's like yeah, Queen Britney, like it's Trisha yeah, and it's like it's like yeah. uh, it's like Sergeant Britney bitch dodging army fire. <laughs> and, <laughs> As her fucking yeah, it's twirling, like, around. twirling around. And they've basically they've taken <laughs> those great. jokes and then they've created an entire like war. And then they've the internet has taken this and then they've created an entire country called Flop Tropica where they've created like an account for it where they've made it into like a real country and then they've like created a fucking currency yeah. and like there's tours going there. So like they've said they've like they've made it being like, oh yeah, like and they've just printed out like fucking Microsoft Windows like screensavers and then been like, come to like the Flop Tropica Gardens where you can see cupcake, like the cupcake aisles and it's just like what the fuck are we doing like like they, they, there is so much shit on the internet and it's like we're the generation that site that people are saying is gonna change lives and we're sitting here like fucking yeah. making shake it off taylor remixes with fucking with fucking like ariana grande who's and, like, making i want i want to meet the people who like who are at the forefront of this. I do as well. Daisy. Oh, it's Daisy. It's Daisy. So I can piss <laughs> Products, honestly. There, there, there they Mayor. are. There they Hello. Are. Hi, guys. <laughs> Mirror of Flop Tropica. Oh, it's, honestly, What's I up? would love to be in Flop Tropica. Like, but, you, but speaking of Trop, do we remember I Pop don't. Tropica? Does anyone remember Pop Tropica? I never played, <gasps> no. And listen, I was, and I, I've always had been, the biggest MMORPG girly. I played all of them mm-hmm. apart from Pop. Why? Because Pop. Every single one. I was a. Did because you it flopped. <laughs> no, because I was too busy being groomed on like every other. Oh, fucking, yeah, on Amigo. Other, other one. I was too busy. <laughs> on Amigo. On, um, I was groomed on Wii World, Habbo Hotel, <gasps> Club. I am VU. I am the you. A lot of Stardoll. I am. I am the you. They are so mean. They are so mean. They're if so you don't wear the you, right, they're so fucking mean. Right? You have to have money. That was Club Penguin and I am the you are where I learned what classes. Yes. Like. Because like you go in and if you've got not got the clothes, they are like you're like, you'll be like hi and they're like fuck. Yeah, you literally. Die. Like so I remember. Like, like, if like, you, you don't really wear the right just, fucking skirt. Like, if you don't wear the right skirt and you yeah. don't have the biggest boobs in IMVU, like, you are... And I don't blame them. Because in Club Penguin, in Club Penguin, I was, like, a, the highest member of Club Penguin. And I was such an elitist. I wouldn't even talk to my friend who was a non-member. Oh, my God. Like, you were, the, you were that bitch. Was, she would log it. I was like... I was... Like, yeah, I was a classist. Yeah, kind of. I was elitist. Can I go back and slightly and say... The, the wildest list I've ever <laughs> introduced in a sentence is I was groomed on. Let's <laughs> <laughs> list him, shall we? The, but no, so, you're just jealous because I had so many boyfriends. Yeah, you're just jealous so because she I'm had jealous. unwanted male okay. attention and you didn't. A bitch. Yeah. Oh, I want. Oh, don't worry, I want. Did you have? Did you have an IMVU people. boyfriend? I did. I wasn't, no, I, I couldn't. I couldn't get one. I had did, one. Did you do anything? With, did you do anything with 
18 plus only chat server. I got the skimpiest clothes I could on because in real life I would be gets seen dead in them. Baby. And yeah, <laughs> Asterix gets on top of you, Asterix. Yes. How awkward. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. But do you know what the best part was? I <laughs> last year it was last year. It was it was it was what it was earlier this evening. <laughs> no, it literally like going back to a I was just it was honestly being on these sites and like because I I didn't have many friends. That's this point. This I didn't have many friends. I was also on a website called Gaia or Gaia Online. Yes, oh, I I know. So Gaia. my me yeah. I it was me, like, my friend, and her boyfriend, and we'd go on it like every night. And it was I was literally like the biggest third wheel. So I was just sit there by the fucking pool, and they'd be like snogging, and I'd be like, what the fuck? But on IMVU, where I was the only one of my friends that played it, I was like. Uh, yeah i was like this is my f- i can be oh, whatever i want and i fucking i had no clue so my first sexual experience was an imvu <laughs> I, I literally like i fucking i had no clue what the fuck was going it was my sexual awakening was because i was like oh like okay what is this but the thing is i was so like punctual as well and i remember like i ha- i was just like i don't know what to do so I was like, okay, and I had yeah. to like look up videos of like on YouTube of like other people on IMVU like doing the same thing to be like, hey, what do I say? So I, and then also like this was before I started reading Wattpad, and then after I was like, oh, okay, I, I know, I know, yeah, oh, yeah I get yeah, it, I can, yeah. I can take, this was yeah. like before it was IMVU, yeah. then Wattpad, and then Wattpad. I was like, oh, I don't see. Yeah, I was, I was. Um... So, not to brag, I was a very, very big uh, role player on Stardoll. Oh my god, me too! A forum leader. I was a forum leader. I had my own forum. Bitch. That was called, <laughs> it was called Black Mirror High. And oh. basically we were all like really hot teens. We were all really hot teens. We were 16. And right. um, I was like an active role player. And that's where I had my first boyfriend. <gasps> and also my first stalker. Okay, same person. Um, this boy. I, because... <laughs> No, basically, so my my 16-year-old um, character, she had three children, right? She had three mm-hmm. children. One was six. We don't talk about mom. it. A single mom. She loves kids. She never stops. <laughs> never stops. And her name, um, her name was Iris Layton. Okay? Okay, she was like, um, I was like, it's the, fact that, it's the fact that you know the full name. Of course! <laughs> and she had, she had an identical twin sister named right. Artemis who had oh. white hair. Oh, okay. So her but white hair. Oh yes. Um, but basically I decided, you know what? There's only one boy on Stardoll and he will be my boyfriend. Of course. And I made him my boyfriend. And then I decided for the plot line, for the plot line, I was like, they need to break up. Yeah, right. They need to break up. So I messaged and I was like, hey, for the plot line, we need to break up. And he was furious. He was furious and he was messaging me day in, day out, being like, please, we need to get back together. And I was like, please, I hate you. Please, I need to focus on my children right now. I need to focus on my career. No, wait. Iris had, she had Emma. She had Emma and she had Persephone. And I can't remember the Persephone. These real real people. Yes. So the children were like real people. Yeah. I was role, no, no, they were, no, no. My children were mine. And I was playing children as well. That's hard. But I was playing. <laughs> you were working a full-time job before. I did that I as well. I was so the baker and the candlestick maker. Yeah. yeah. 
And then my friend, my friend, she joined my roleplay group. She joined my roleplay group and she was like, I'm a werewolf. And then it became supernatural. Oh, I hated supernatural. I hated when the supernatural people came in and fucked it all up. Just fuck fuck off. I was like, please stop being a fucking werewolf. Yeah, just be like a normal high school girl. Just go through puberty at the rest of us. Twilight really changed the internet. Twilight came and the internet changed. Yeah, forever. I know you saw that I found my favorite club penguin. Yes! I, I watched that all the fucking There time. was a TikTok one. Yeah. It was by user Nachos Rules. Yes. And he made he made a lyric video to Rockstar by Nickelback on Club Penguin. And I watched it religiously. It's that and the RuneScape, You're Pitiful, Weird Al Yankovic yeah. lyric video. I fucked with those so yeah. hard. Oh, and also the VMK um, Girl Next Door. Yeah. It was just, but I found it on my TikTok. Just lyric videos in general have such a nostalgia because, and actually, as speaking as a former lyric video uh, creator, they, they, (laughs) (laughs) they, they're first of all they're iconic, and second of all they take a lot of work. Like Windows Movie Maker was hard, but like, and then I remember once I did like loads of different videos, and I remember once I did one for sure. And I just found like like Sher's um, fucking believe, and I just I had to Google sh- sh- pictures of Sher, but I had to find a picture for each different slide. So there was like f- kind of like maybe like <laughs> yes. four four like two <laughs> lines per slide. So each slide, there was like fucking a yeah. hundred slides. I had to add on my dad like my parents' computer a hundred different pictures of Sher, and then I would never, as we've discussed before, I don't delete anything. So like I, <laughs> so I would spend like I would get home from school and I would spend like four hours making this fucking like, sh- like three minute shirt like tribute, and there'd be like a hundred no, there'd be like a hundred different pictures of like but not only like bad quality like foggy pictures because yeah. I hadn't downloaded like them properly two, two like two pixels <laughs> off yeah. of fucking Bing. That I had on dad my parents' computer that my dad would have to sit after after work and just delete them like one by one because I hadn't bothered to delete Wait, them. Can I ask? Yeah. Can I ask? Maybe this is too niche. Maybe this is too niche. But I, so I was a big anime fan when I was like 14 upwards. Um, they had these things similar, I guess, to alert videos called um, anime character themes. And they were like the most dog shit videos, but I ate them up. So basically they would get the main cast and then they put a song that reminds them of that mm-hmm. person, usually an emo oh, song. Oh yeah. And be like, this I is what that. this character song is. And I would watch them. I'd be, I'd sit there and be like, yes, he is so that song. <laughs> and that's how I got into like, that's how I got into like fucking Three Days Grace and like Christian yeah. rock. And I started listening to like a Christian Speaking rock. Speaking of Christian rock, Skillet. Yeah. Yes! 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 yes. yes. Oh my god! Skillet! <laughs> so much, so much skillet. So oh much. Listen. Uh, no, they weren't. They weren't animal I've become. They were monster. Yeah, monster. Yeah. monster. No, al- alive and awake. <laughs> I must confess that I was straight up either either skillet, three days grace, that kind of thing, or I was just straight up country Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like there was no. There's no in between. In between. Yeah. No. And they would shift in between. Or or um I listened to a lot of American Boy by Estelle. Oh like on Of repeat. course. That was like the only song I listened to for a really good long time. I had Tiny uh, Tempers Discovery. That was like my number one album for yes. like a long yeah. time. 
Mm. <sighs> Good times. I just think it rotted my brain a little bit. <laughs> I wish I could go back to these days. I want to go back and just be on some. MMA I want to be like my 2015 <laughs> like cringy Tumblr phase. Like I just want that back. I feel like I was just a, a wholesome. Feel like pure just, yeah, just I feel like push out. Just want her back. <laughs> um, I'm Sorry. just gonna get us back on track a little bit. Yeah, in the past twenty minutes, I've had no clue what anyone has been. <laughs> talking about so flop tropica and we've ended on like dan and phil anyway going back a little bit claudia um yeah a little bit going back um i just kind of want to talk about what you said what you said about um the male gynecologist thing i found really interesting um in that experience for you was there options for you to be assessed by people who were female i guess maybe the question is going through the diagnosis pit process for something like that i imagine can be very intimate and um mm. exposing and i was just wondering how that experience was for you and how how navigating it felt for you yeah it was um it was definitely very strange i to as best as best of my knowledge i was never offered a female gynecologist and i know this because my mom if had been given that option my mum would have taken that immediately because you know she was you know she she wanted nothing but like me to feel as comfortable as humanly possible and what is a it feels really invasive like and also you know when you're like i started like kind of having these investigations when i was about 18 or something like that Mm -hmm. and i was like okay nobody's been down here before and now this grown man Mm. is staring at it directly that's very scary um yeah, it's one of those things where after after like the fourth, no, actually not even after the fourth, after like the second gynecologist looks at it, you just kind of stop caring, really. Um, because you just, you feel so fed up and you're just like, if you can help me, then just please, by all means, take a gander. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I've, um, it's, it's so weird. I've, I've never had a female gynecologist. And a lot of my friends, they've never had female gynecologists either. Um, and I don't mean to like, I'm sure there's so many male gynecologists yeah, who are really like amazing. great. Mm. But yeah. I do, I do just like find it so strange. I'm like, why the hell did you get into this? If you're not going to like fully understand periods, mm. like that, yeah. isn't that such a huge part of the, of the gig? Um, yeah, surely I just never felt truly to that, right? Like, you know, like it's a big yeah. part of it. Like, it's, pr- it's probably a friggin' optional class then, because yeah. I just, Elective. I never felt, yeah, I never felt, I never felt really like believed. I always felt like I needed to like prove mm-hmm. my feelings, mm-hmm. and again, like they were just my my hormones were disregarded a lot, um, just in lieu of of the physical pains, and you know they did help me with physical pains. I don't want to like cut that off um i was having such bad pains that like i just i couldn't move i couldn't i couldn't go to class Mm. you know i I couldn't really participate in anything um i would get like hot and cold flashes so i would sit i would like sit down in my shower and just let the water run over me because it regulated my temperature and i would have these horrific horrific i had like burn marks on my stomach Mm. because i'd be like pressing this hot water bottle against me for any sort of um a relief Mm. And so they've given me that, op- like, the option, you know, having the coil was the most painful thing ever. Having it, I had it reinserted in February, you know, it was the most painful thing ever, getting it mm. put back in. But 
for me it's just it's it's the best option for me it's really helped me you know i've um i'm not suffering pain and hey no babies no babies no babies, so no babies. do give for, no babies hashtag for no babies. anyone who maybe doesn't know um i guess not not no but for anyone who doesn't isn't aware of some options that there are out there could you maybe um give some advice to to people on on kind of some things that you've done to help you manage um your symptoms um you know and and not only the pain but also the side effects and just like in general your how you how you cope with with i guess daily interactions and and sort of relationships with people things that you didn't think you could do before um and what advice would you give to other people who have it you know and you know yeah sure yeah so i mean first off for physical pain um i bought a tens unit a tens machine um it straps onto your stomach and it gives little kind of electric shocks um it's quite painful when you first start it but genuinely that the pain of it counteracts the pain that you are feeling and it kind of numbs it uh, and that's what i used when i really needed to be in class um so like through my acting exams i was like plugged in <laughs> Um, so that really helped me um, for like my own personal mental stuff it was just a lot of um, my brain is wired in kind of like the cognitive behavioral therapy way of like if I'm angry I will think okay why am I angry um, what can I do to fix this that kind of thing so I like take it step by step mm. in my own brain um, I have a great I track my cycle very closely so I know what week I'm on so I know the expectations going into the week so I know like so, so this this week, for example, I'm like, okay, I'm 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 a much I'm much sadder. I'm much more emotional. I'm much more uh, likely to cry a lot this week, and I know that that's going to happen. Um, so it's not as much of a horrible shock when it does. Um, and then obviously, when it comes to connections with people who I don't know very well, I tend to just not talk to them about it. Um, and I because I'm after a while, you do just get pretty good at managing your own feelings because in all honesty, you kind of have to. Yeah. Um, that's just, yeah. it's just tough luck. You've got to deal with it. Um, mm. but if it comes, when it comes to like my relationships, my friends, you know, if I, if I know I'm feeling out of sorts, I will say, look, I'm just, I'm not feeling great. It's nothing to do with you. It's nothing can really help mm. it. So, you know, we just got to ride it out. Um, uh, if I'm with like my boyfriend, uh, Rory, he's, he's really great because I can tell him, I'll be like, look, I'm. I'm feeling a bit out of sorts and he'll be like okay do you want to talk about it like mm. how can we get through this together mm. as a couple mm. uh do you want me to be involved with this um and i can either say like yeah that's great like let's talk about it or i can you know take a step back um but so much of it is just like a personal journey of just like figuring yourself out because um, yeah. mm. at the end of the day it's it's really nobody else's responsibility it's it's you yourself and you yeah um you've got to kind of look out for yourself and i think i think an issue that people who kind of have hormonal imbalances or mental health issues or or even physical health issues that they can fall into the trap of this sounds really bad but heavily relying on other people and i don't mean that in a bad way of Mm. course you should rely on your friends and lean on your like that's what they're there for and i think my friend's family my boyfriend they would be they'd be they'd be upset if i didn't rely on them but there's a time where you have to look after yourself you have to learn um so it's that's why it's so so important to 
assess how you're feeling and why you're feeling that way and just taking some time out to address that and and help yourself and just self-care is so unbelievable i was gonna say i think i think there's a diff what i completely agree with what you said and i think there's a difference between relying on someone versus leaning on them I think if you rely on For someone sure. to do yeah. something, it's kind of implying that you entrust that they will sort it out. Whereas if you just lean yeah. on someone, um, it's sort of like you are just trusting that they'll be there for you. But it doesn't necessarily yeah, exactly. mean that you're a, you need them to do anything other than just kind of be, yeah. be any you know any to listen to. And I think it, and also. In general, I would say to anyone listening, um, or just I would just say to probably the entire population of Earth, um, stop diagnosing yourselves and go. Just go and speak to, to to as many people as you can until you get some form of an answer, um, because I think the problem, and this is why I think this is why some adults don't take us seriously. Which again is it, it, it's it's all a fucking vicious circle. Because I think there are people like ourselves that don't self-diagnose and we go, oh, uh uh-oh, something's not quite right. And we speak to people and maybe we don't get the answers we want, but then eventually we get the answers we want, or not want, but that we need in order to get ourselves the help that we need. And then we start working on ourselves, self-care, like you said, Claudia, and just in general, get a diagnosis. We've all collectively agreed that's incredibly important. But there are a lot of people out there and you see it all the time online that will just say that they are something. Um, this generation is very loud in saying um, how they feel and what they feel like, which is brilliant in so many ways. Yeah. But not so great in lots of other ways as well. Because you can't, when you say something and you put it out there, you can't take it back. It's out there. So if you say, I'm depressed. Like you've said, I'm I've that means I've been diagnosed with depression. I am depressed. I, I have depression, right? But if you just say I'm feeling sad, I don't know why, maybe I should go look at this, and then you get diagnosed, then okay. But if you if they say actually no, you've got no other signs of depression, like there's no kind of uh, you know, as far as we're aware, there's no, you know, then then that's something maybe something else to consider but i think people are so quick these days to just say oh that sounds like me i'm that and just put a label on it and it's just like you know I you know there's there's also when it comes to depression in particular mm. um you know you can have bouts of depression you can have depression but oh, of course it can be something that like can go away 100%. like it'll be it'll be like a circumstantial, like circumstantial depression you know, and yeah. i think then it, yeah yeah exactly like um you know I, I definitely went through a really really bad point um both my both my grandpas passed away within two two three days of each other and that was a really difficult time so like during that time myself and a lot of my family members we were just so depressed and and that you know gets better over time but then things like stating that you have like a long running um like hormonal like depression yeah. that is like a Un- imbalance. yeah it's it's yep. it's a big it's a big word and i understand i think i think we should totally give lenience to teenagers who are, to like young people who they're just trying to f- grapple and figure yeah. out their body and it's maybe not as easy to go and get which is health, why it's a vicious uh, circle you know, for that kind of you thing know? because it's like yeah i the, totally the, get the, that the adults aren't helping the 
that some of the adults aren't helping the kids and the teenagers to discuss to, to help them figure out what's going on they're just saying oh it's puberty yeah so then the, the teenagers and the kids are then saying oh well i'll do it myself then and so they then say mm. like oh well i just think it's this but then in the turn of events in the other way around you've then got you know the <clears throat> the kids diagnosing themselves and then the adults just being like oh well like no it's not that it's just this you know yeah, you just you're just yeah. a bit sad. You'll get over it, and it's just this vicious circle where it's like you both just need to kind of stop and just take things for what they are, rather than like guessing and estimating, and really just go and speak to people that have actually like studied properly. And in turn, the people that have studied properly, you know, doctors, gynecologists, you know, fucking like therapists, they need to do their re- fucking research and learn their shit, you know. And I'm not yeah. saying that, I mean, like, <clears throat> I've met, like, my, my brother's work, worked with a fantastic therapist, um, and he really got a lot out of that therapist. And he, he said, like, he's completely changed because of it, and it's brilliant. And I've got so many other, heard so many other wonderful stories of, of, of people who have experienced the same thing. Um, so it's not always like, oh, yeah, people just don't know their shit. It's like, there's just so many experiences that I've had and that my friends have had where they've gone to see a professional being like, you can help me. And they've just failed us completely. And it's just, um, it's difficult. Um, and I think it, I'd like to, I'd I'd like to, um, kind of touch on that just in the sense of, um, of like therapists and stuff like that, because therapy personally failed me a little Mm. bit, not in like a, not a bad way. Like I, I, I've, had some lovely therapists who have helped me in a lot of senses but um early on i was going to therapists to kind of speak about you know the depression i was feeling the anxiety i was feeling like all these hormones before i knew what pmd mm. was and um that's when i started to get really really bad confusion because they were starting to like try and find parts of my life that that depression that anxiety would stem from mm. So things like, you know, they, they would latch on to like random things. So um, mm. like like one one therapist, um, she, like my, my sister's autistic. So she was like, oh, it's because your sister's autistic. That's why you are this way. And I was like, I don't think it is. I don't mm. think all of this is, for, I'm, I'm completely mm. cool with that. Like she's been autistic my whole yeah. life. Like it's yeah. fine. Um, and then, you know, there was another one who was kind of going off this like high school stuff. And I was just like, I just don't think this is it. And then that becomes so much more frustrating because you're like, they're trying to find circumstantial like reasons mm. as to why. Yeah. And sometimes when you are just like, when this is just your brain makeup, there's mm. no rhyme or reason. Mm. Again, as I said at the start, like I can't stress, yeah. I had a very, I had a very good ch- childhood. Mm. I did not have any bad situation happen to me as a kid. There was no reason for me to suddenly at the age of 14 feel this way mm. um and so weirdly going to therapy almost like inv- invalidated it again because i was just going away and i was like i just don't think i have any reason to feel this mm. way yeah. so why am i mm. um but that's not a, of course therapy is incredible and i think i think all people should try yeah, it no, but no, i'm a big yeah. i'm a big person of that yeah any any avenue and experience is also valid but like you know yeah. if, that, if that's your experience that at the end of the day therapy isn't going to work for everybody and yeah, i think that's sure. that's part of that process as well so i think that that is just as valid to say as 
you know, my experience with therapy, which was, you know, when I went through counselling, you know, in and out, like, you know, some things worked for me, some things didn't. I've yeah. learned a lot of things about myself through therapy, but as I say, any experience in any avenue is, <coughs> is completely valid. Right, guys, so we're going to take... Anyone need a fag? Anyone need a fag? <coughs> okay, fag break, guys. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And welcome to the fag break an episodic series in which we showcase some of the finer things in life, like camping in the woods, crime documentaries, and when that one girl at school spews in the canteen so everyone gets to go home. Presented by your hosts, Kyle Broadhurst, Daisy Noir, and our guest of this episode, Claudia Lang. Kyle, do you ever get sick? No. What do you do when you get sick? I have some soup, drink plenty of fluids, and get plenty of rest. What about you? I lay bedridden like a Victorian child, gazing into the abyss, I'm wondering what could have been. I hate this podcast. Speaking of things we hate, illnesses. On today's episode of The Fag Break, Claudia will give us some more first-hand information on PMDD, as well as where to get help should you need it. And Daisy can relate, because she had a pretty bad cold once. I never fully recovered, but I'm here to help. But before we get into the content, we'd like to take a moment to thank our guest, Claudia, for coming on to the show, and our lovely audience at home tuning in so sit back listen and buckle up as we explore all elements of our guest on the fag break enjoy hey everyone so welcome to the fag break i just wanted to take this time to quickly define pmdd and talk a lot about it a little bit more uh, it is a hormone-based disorder and the symptoms that i've been talking about which is like mood swings suicidal thoughts low energy etc they all happen around the week before your period usually uh, it's estimated that 5% of AFAB people, so that's assigned female at birth people, have this disorder, but I bet you anything that that is a higher percentage. As I've said before, the average diagnosis time for a lot of these disorders is seven years, which is so unbelievably frustrating. So, so many people just give up on actually finding it. Um, a site that I really recommend is IAPMD. They have some really, really helpful resources and advice. They even have a self-screening page where you can work through your specific symptoms to see if maybe this is what you have. Um, if you are feeling any of these symptoms, please know you're not alone. Um, you know, so many people deal with these things and they suffer in silence. Please speak to a medical professional, chart your side effects, because the more we speak up about these issues, the more strides we can make to change the perception of periods. Um, and hey, my Instagram DMs are always open to talk about periods. It's Claudia Rose Lang on Instagram. Um, feel free to share your woes with me. Uh, and the last uh, shout out I'd like to do is um, a, a page that really, really makes me laugh and kind of gets me through all the uh, the bad times, which is um, PMDD memes on Instagram. Uh, I've been following them for a really, really long time. And it's just a bunch of women, we all have PMDD, and we just make silly memes laughing at our pain, basically. Um, you know, they do really great work, and they also do raise a little bit of money as well, which is really awesome. So that's all I have. Um, I hope that that was enough for you, to, uh, for you to have a wee cigarette. And let's get back to the silliness and the fun. Thank you so much. Okay, guys, welcome back. Uh, welcome back. Some time would have passed for you, but in reality, welcome those things were filmed back. at the same time. Um, okay, so we've talked a lot time today. Time is an illusion. Time Ta doesn't exist. Time is the concept. Don't be one of those people. Time is the concept made by the sun. Time is the concept made in your bum. 
<laughs> Time is a concept. Suck your mum. <laughs> Time is a concept. Fun, fun, fun. Time is a concept. So speaking about... Speaking of time. Speaking of time, how long? Okay, so we've talked a lot about... We've talked a lot today How long? And if so, when? <laughs> Why? Do you remember that episode of uh, that uh, lives episode where it was just you asking like yeah. what, when, why, why? That was honestly my one of my favorite improv moments ever. <laughs> like, that was so fucking funny. Uh, not us complimenting ourselves. Um, <laughs> we're just like we're just really like really funny and really like we're just really good at improv and like it just happens so naturally and like I'm really sorry that you guys can never. I'm so fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay. Right, guys. We've done a lot of laughing today. We've done a lot of talking. Um, we've done. Um, we've learned a lot today. We've learned a lot. Um, so I wanted to kind of just um, sum up the whole thing by just asking one more question. Um, so as we've said before today, a lot of people don't know what this is a lot of people maybe um have had experience with it and still to this day don't know what it is um so how can you how would we and how would you raise awareness how can we raise awareness for this and what are some maybe some symptoms that you would highly recommend people who are currently going through puberty look out for that might be different from your standard kind of just period symptoms yeah Mm. um i think the major one that is kind of the one that i think is far too normalized you should not be having suicidal thoughts you should not be like that's just that shouldn't just come with the fucking period that should not be a thing um if you are feeling that way like please 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 Mm. just get Mm. some help um because i just you know, I, I, for ages I didn't speak up on it because I was just so like freaked out by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if I got help a lot sooner, then I don't know, maybe I would have um, got a grasp of things a bit more. Um, so that's a huge one. And just I'd say the best thing is if you if you're kind of sitting there and you're listening and thinking, oh, this sounds a lot like what I'm going through. Just take some time, chart out how you're feeling each day, um, like on a bit of paper or on an app or something like that. Just try out how you're feeling, all of your side effects, and then present that. Like, go and, um, you know, get a referral. Try your best to navigate the freaking NHS. Mm-hmm. Um, and just bring them bring them those side effects. Bring them that proof so that they have something to work off of. Mm-hmm. Um, and just know it's probably going to be a bit of a long slog. But um, it's worth it, mm-hmm. I promise. Because um, I think just having an answer to how you're feeling is just so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot the last part of that question. What was the other bit? What was the other bit? 
Are you not going to help me? Are you just No. You're like um, <laughs> fuck yeah. Um no, it was it was it was what can people uh, what how can people I mean I guess you've kind of answered it like how can people How can people raise, raise awareness? Raise awareness. Um and and also like uh, for example are there any websites um that you got help from like even just like support groups for people that have the same thing, you know, online or yeah. Facebook or something? So uh, if you want to know more about my, my story personally and some other people with KMTD's story, I actually did um, have an interview with the Huffington Post a couple of years ago about PMTD, um, which, which we is will, amazing. We will link in yeah. the link tree. Yes. Uh, in the yeah, we'll link down because um, it's very insightful and it's um, multiple other people's stories yeah. as well. Um, uh, it's, it's going away and doing your own research if you have someone that you love. Um, People with penises. Um, if you if you have someone you love who has PMDD, genuinely, it's so lovely if you just go away and and research it. Look Sorry. It up. Go away. <laughs> it's just so good if you just, just fuck off. off. Go away. Just go away <laughs> and just leave me. Um, leave no, me. go and go and research it. Um, like go and look it up. Genuinely, it's mm. easy. It's easy. Google is free. I yeah. Um. And yeah, just, I don't know, just just listen to the people, listen to people with uteruses and what they're dealing with, because yeah. I, it's, it's serious. It's a struggle. And it's not to be laughed at. And don't you ever, 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 ever say, ever again, oh, she must be on her Yeah, just stops. Because I'll kill Let's you. Let's just stop with, with that kind of like, attitude, because yeah. I think in general, we need to stop. And it's not just that, it's, 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 we need to just. We need to stop. We need to stop. We need to just. We need to we stop. Need to stop. So let's stop. Good night, guys. Just stop. Yeah, let's stop. Uh, me the, when I stop. Me when I'm sick of it. In the me words when... of, in the words of Aretha Franklin. R e s p c t. But I wanna no. meet who me. Is that is that Aretha Franklin? The seesaw. Is that Aretha Franklin? Think about what you're trying to do to me. Go ahead, think, think, think about all that. And if you've got depression. Yes. Um. Babes. No, I just think we need to stop when we have when No, I just think when we have emotions and when we have feelings, I think we need to stop we need to stop um just having them. <laughs> I I'm really trying to make a point here and it's not coming out. <laughs> when when you when you when 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 you 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 when when we need to stop saying things like we need to stop saying things like oh she's on a period oh he's so sensitive oh like she's a pussy like he's a pussy like yeah. we just need to just like let people have their feelings and let people deal with them in the way that they know how to deal with them and help them deal with them if they don't know how to deal with them instead of just saying oh Hashtag this must be the reason it's just like or just fucking let them decide what the fucking reason is like anyway exactly. that's my opinion um yeah that. we will throughout this month as well um not only will we link make a link to uh claudia's article in the huffington post we will also uh, include any sites that we find we will post them um on our instagram so feel free to uh to look for that i think it might be time for final thoughts all right final, final thoughts, thoughts guys what was um, it i was watching i was watching have you seen the show what's it called no the one where they don't have sex. It's on Netflix. 
Oh, too, uh, hot, too, hot to too hot to handle. Too hot to handle. Yeah, and she's. I do not like that show. No, but there was this one girl that went on it. I can't remember the, her name for the life of me. But she went on it, and they did they did a, a show, and it was about the power of the vagina. They did a workshop, and it was about the power of the vagina. But it had a special word. Is it pussy? No, it's like a spiritual word for it. What's it called? Yoni. Yoni. They refer to it as a yoni. yoni. Yeah. So it's like the power of the vagina. And anyway, basically, the, the whole point of it was this one girl, she was dating this guy and he was absolute fuckboy, right? Like, he was just playing about with her, like he was only pretending to be into her. And then she went to this workshop and she sat him down and she went, do you know what? My yoni is so powerful and I don't need you anymore. And that was one of the best, <laughs> one of the best scenes I've ever seen. She went, my yoni is too bad. I don't need you anymore. I've got a beautiful yoni. Honestly, like, though, that you know what? You better, you better fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> you better fucking work. Whatever, whatever helped her move through that, honestly. Honestly. Good for her. Fair dues. Good for so her. So shout out to that girl. I can't remember your name, but if you want to come on the podcast, I would very much like to speak Please. to you because you are a queen Please. and icon. And and she is the moment. And she is I mean, the moment. I mean, come on now. And power, power to the yoni. <laughs> That's gonna that's gonna be the Power title of yeah, this episode. Power, to, Power the to the Yoni. Power to the Yoni. Power to the Yoni. Sounds good. <clears throat> um, so guys, we've had a very interesting conversation today. We've talked about lots of things from v- vaginas that don't work properly to powerful vaginas to IMVU hookups. Um, so to being to being groomed on fucking <laughs> so many different websites. <laughs> Too, too, many. too many. It happened too yeah. many times. But you know what? If you haven't been groomed of at least two fucking like chat sites, then what was your life? Please, it builds character. Well, you We're gonna have I wouldn't to cut be the same bit. person. You <laughs> <laughs> were gonna have to cut that line. Nah, I'll be fine. <laughs> no one watches this shit anyway. Yeah, I'll be fine. Um, that's the episode title. The episode. Grooming and being groomed builds yeah. character. Grooming and how to deal with it. Yeah, grooming and how to deal with <laughs> it. And also issues. whatever Claudia was talking about. <laughs> Oh, uh, what about the yes. only thing I've groomed is my yoni. <laughs> Perfect. Yes! So good! So good! I do not have sexual relations with that yoni. <laughs> um, I've done too many fucking um, Bill Clinton speeches in this podcast. I've done two in like the last yeah, four months. It's becoming a little bit of a theme, eh? I don't know. Like, am I Bill Clinton? <laughs> Are you? Am I? Google. Bill am Clinton. I Bill? Siri. <laughs> am I Bill Clinton? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> okay, guys. Do we have final thoughts? Any final thoughts at all? Claudia, as you're the guest, feel free to go first. Um, I would just like to say thank you so much for kind of letting me come on and talk about this because I know it's not it's not the funniest of, of subjects, really. Um, I think it's hilarious. I, I've loved laughing. It's fucking so good. Right? <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I love to laugh. I love to it's laugh. It's so good. Um, but yeah, no, I really appreciate it because, like, genuinely, people don't really want to hear about periods and they don't want to hear about these kind of um, mm. things that, you know, it's out of sight, out of mind. So it genuinely does mean a lot to me that I got to come of on course. kind of explain this. And hopefully, if, if at least one person goes away and does a little bit of research, um, has a better understanding and that's well, awesome we, we did that. there's two you know and it, yeah absolutely hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> well my 
work exactly. is done. And yeah, no, trust me, it will be one person. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marina, Marina, if you're out there, Marina. I love you. Power of the Marina, Marina, I hope you enjoyed this episode, babes. Love no, you. I think it, no, I think um, it's... I mean, yeah. sorry, Desi, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, like, um, oh my God, what I was going to say, I had a fucking point and I've lost it. <laughs> I was going to say something, I lost it. Oh, never mind, never mind. Um, okay, well, I just want to say... Yeah, so I was going to say, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, final thoughts. <laughs> I was going to say, obviously, we were going to sort of, like, sign off with you later, but to be honest, we have forgot to do with it with the past couple of guests, so maybe we should just definitely make sure we say goodbye to you. I just want to say thank you so much for coming mm. on and talking about it. I think it's an incredibly important thing and uh, I appreciate your honesty mm. and your vulnerability in sharing this. Um, and I hope you realise that, yeah, continuing to share that story is going to do a lot for a lot of people. I hope you're very proud of yourself. Mm. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. But absolutely, Bitchcraft and Faggotry podcast at its core, you know, by its name alone is about talking about things people are uncomfortable with talking about. So Mm. bring it on like absolutely and thank you so much for being honest and open with us and yeah uh, yeah, I guess my final thoughts are power power to the motherfucking yoni bitch hell yeah fuck yeah baby I think thank you so much I want (laughs) to echo that as well say exactly the same thing and also I think that every single time that something gets spoken about that is kind of a taboo subject or kind of out of sight out of mind um, I think the less it becomes, you know, I th- I don't understand why periods should be out of sight, out of mind when it happens to half the population every single month, you know, at mm. varying different points yeah. of the month as mm-hmm. well. It, yeah. And in so many different ways as well. It's not just the same thing from the, for the same woman or the same person who has a vagina. It's, it's just it's just every single way that you can think of and it's an extremely difficult time that we as people have just learned how to do and i think that in general that's fucking amazing can you imagine if a man started having these experiences just randomly woke up do you know what i mean they'd be fucking i mean i love my boyfriend but he gets a cold and he's out for two weeks do you know what i mean if blood started coming out of his fucking penis jesus christ he'd be out done divorced do you know what yeah. i mean and, and i i genuinely sure. mean that it's just it it's we just we've learned through i just to just to it. fucking suck it up and deal with it and i think that the more advice that has been that will be given to people not only the people that have to deal with it but also the people that are you know the, the boyfriends and the kind of the, the the doctors and the gynecologists and the fucking therapists and the people that deal with this and the parents you know that have to see this on a day-to-day basis you know they need to be educated as well and we on the podcast like Kyle said we want to address all of these to not only educate ourselves on different topics as well um especially those that maybe we've got no personal experience with like this one I mean obviously I have periods so I'm sort of slightly more aware but in general I'd, i've never experienced it to this degree um but also in general to educate the audience and to people listening you know mm. and just hopefully people will go away and talk about this and you know that's that's the goal is to just kind of educate and entertain and i think 
uh, I think you've done a very good job, Claudia. So thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. I also nice just job. just just to the just to the just to the just to the men who have periods, just know we love you too. We see you and we absolutely love you too. Yeah. Men, men power, with periods, non-binary people with periods. Yeah. We're all in this together. Absolutely. Once again, thanks, Claudia. Thank you You're so welcome. much, Claudia. Thank, Thank you. you. Follow Thank Claudia. You. If you go to the link tree in yeah. our bio as well, you will see Claudia's Instagram links and whatever other socials Claudia gives us yeah. if she so chooses. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're gonna go play IMVU. If you're casting, your should we go play IMVU? <laughs> follow us on Instagram. Fellas on Instagram. Let's go get groomed <laughs> on <gonna>, IMVU. <laughs> <laughs> At the BNF pod. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you'd finished. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're too excited. We're so excited. Uh, I want to go get groomed. Let's oh, go yes. play IMVU. Come yeah, on, I'm gonna get everyone. the biggest tits. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>